Welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hosman, and joining me today, a repeat guest. He's from the Dunstan Group, and we're going to talk a lot about this, the Brand Builders Podcast. He's Brian Young joining me again. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. I, uh, I'm honored to be a repeat guest. Uh, it's been fantastic to see not only where this podcast has taken us, but really how it's supported us through the, the pandemic and made us connect with our community at a... Uh, during a time when not a lot of people were connecting with people. So it was a, it was a really cool platform that we had already kind of gotten out there. And I think it really started to, to flourish in the last year. Yeah. So I want to jump in about that because uh, you have been a bit of a content creating machine. I mean, as we record this and we'll probably release it a little later, but as we record this, you're at 191 episodes in a row in your brand builders podcast. So, I'm, so first of all, congrats. That's, that's amazing. And second, I, I was I was really thinking about questions for you, and this is one that what's something you've learned along the way, having done 191 of these, that you wish you would have known when you started. I think the number one thing that anybody that's starting a podcast needs to realize is that there's going to be haters out there. They're going to be in your circle. They're going to be in your family. They're going to be people that are so close to you, and you know what? They might be telling you the truth. They might be telling you that you're wasting your time. They might tell you that, why would you do this? What's the ROI? Shouldn't you just try to go out and build business? And I can't tell you how many people not only approached me, but really approached the owner of our business, Scott Dunstan, where other business owners were like, what are you doing, man? Like, why are you doing this? What's, what's the reason? And to be honest, I think for the first 50 to 60 episodes, maybe we didn't really even know. Right. We just knew one thing that we had really amazing clients that did amazing things in our community. And whenever we had conversations with them to connect about certain projects or really just to just to, to see how they're doing, how their family's doing, these stories came up. And it was like, man, if we could record that, that could be powerful for other people to hear. And so that's how we started the podcast after, you know, going to a PPII show and, and you and Bill um, challenging us to start a podcast. I said, damn it, let's do it. And so that was January of 2017, mm -hmm. we started the podcast August of 2017, and now we put out a new episode every single week since, and uh, never miss a week, never have missed a week, Christmas, New Year's, death, I think you guys always say that as well, <laughs> there's a podcast going out at 9 a.m. on a Friday, I think this year we actually had Christmas morning and New Year's yeah, we did, morning. Yeah. So we, we, we put something out on Friday too, yeah. I have no idea if anybody listened to those <laughs> at all, but it was there. If you yeah. were ready, it was there. You know, I love that because I think it is a question that those of us who do create content, you get early on, what's the ROI? And the challenge with that, and I think you essentially just said this, is the answer right then is you don't know yet right? Like it's like, this isn't And you and I've talked about this offline before. It's the difference between brand marketing and direct marketing. People want you to get direct marketing metrics on this. And that's not what a podcast or content is. It's much more brand marketing. And so I'm super tickled that uh, this, this has turned into something that's been positive for you. So I'm sure now that you, you're sort of an OG content creator, uh, what advice do you give people when they, when they tell you that they want to start a podcast or a blog or a video series? What, what advice do you give them? Yeah, so we, we've had so many people recently, in probably the last six months, reach out through every channel you can imagine. Oh, we got to learn about a podcast. We want to start a podcast. Everybody wants to start a podcast. And I love that. Like that, to me, that's exciting that you come to me and, and you want to have that information. We're almost getting to the point where we either need to start a side hustle 
um, to create the time necessary to, to share this information. But since you're Kirby, I'm gonna tell you exactly what I think you should do. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> for, for this, I think right now that the, the podcasting world is saturated. If, if you think you're gonna have a unique idea, three years ago, I, I should say, be unique, go do something that no, other, somebody else isn't doing. Right now, if you think of any topic across any platform, I guarantee you there's somebody that's either started a podcast or at least done one episode uh, around that topic. So throw that out the window. You don't need to be unique. You need to be authentic. You need to be real. And whatever you're going to talk about or whatever topic you want to bring up or whatever guest you're bringing on, make sure that all of that has a mission behind it. For us, it's very simple. I don't necessarily have to create content on a daily basis or a weekly basis because my community already does that. All I need to do is create and get the people onto my podcast, which creates my content. So from there, it creates that authentic conversation. And the biggest thing is don't be afraid to fail. Uh, we talk about this all the time. If you want to go have Michael Jordan on your podcast, then go have Michael Jordan on your podcast, right? You might never get him, but that doesn't mean that you can't ask. It doesn't mean that you can't try. And you'll be shocked at who will say yes at a time when maybe your podcast isn't established. Maybe you only have 10. And then you bring on somebody that is a community hero or a really amazing CEO, or they've done amazing work in your community. And all of a sudden that gives you that instant credibility. And then that leads to the next guest and the next guest and the next guest. And before you know it, you're getting introduced as a brand building podcast host. And you have to remind people what your company is because everybody now associates you with what that podcast is, which is fantastic, but it just takes some time. And the overall goal is you have to be committed and you have to be consistent. Um, don't start a podcast if this is something you just think you want to do because everybody else is doing it. This is something that you're going to have to do and you're going to need to be prepared for a year to a year and a half to two years where you might not be getting the results. If this is an instant gratification world, don't start a podcast. You're wasting your time. You can go do something else. But if it's something that you, you want to create that authentic conversation, you want to connect with people on a level that brings me back to when I was a kid, when there wasn't cell phones, when you went out to dinner and had conversations with your parents, when you were going to church, when you were in scouts and you really learned and, and, and you, you, you listened to a conversation. Now everybody's so distracted. Yeah. A podcast is a great way to put a headset on somebody um, that's important, that's done great things that you can learn from. And hands down the 191 episodes that I've been on, it's made me a better person in general. It's maybe a better father, a better husband, but it's given me a purpose in life. And all of those things I never in a million years would have thought a podcast would have brought me. Um, and that's just me internally. The stories we hear externally and, and, and how we get to connect the dots, that's what we're known for now, mm. is we're the people in Charlotte that can connect you. It, it doesn't even have to involve us from a business standpoint, but we can right. connect you. And I think that's, um, I don't know, it's, it's, it's cool as hell. People know about our podcast that I have no idea who they are. And I don't know, man, all the haters, we put it this way, all the haters, they're gone. They're the ones calling us saying, we want to start a podcast. So at the same time, uh, it all works for that's interesting. So I, I really, this wasn't a, a question I was planning on asking, but I'm curious. Um, you would ask, people were asking about ROI. What has it meant now? Have you gotten past that? <laughs> yeah, we Excuse don't even me. hear that question anymore. Um, maybe because of the way that we had answered it in the past, but the bottom line is we now, we, everyone knows how important it was to stay in touch with your clients, stay in touch with the people that helped you out in 2020 right? Especially in our industry specifically. 
right? We went from everything's going great to just everything is done, right? Yeah. So for us, how did we stay top of mind? So when those businesses were through the pandemic or were starting to come out of it and they were ready to buy, how did we stay top of mind? If we wanted to hit them up with, here's a t-shirt, here's this, here's that, it would be very difficult. But for us in the podcast, every single week, we got to do that. Uh, mm -hmm. The ROI question doesn't come up anymore because we are always in these conversations. Yeah. People are constantly seeing what we put out there. And now it's really hard to look at something we've done for three and a half years and we've done it consistently and the amount of people that we've had on to tell us, I mean, there's really, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say we throw numbers out at it, yeah. but the amount of business that we've gotten by bringing on people on this podcast that were not clients before is 10 times worth yeah. what it cost us even remotely. Well, I, I, again, I think that it's one of those things that it's such a hard question to answer. But once you, you, you know, I said to somebody once, I said, what is it? I said, I don't know what the ROI is. I just know it's the right thing to do. Right. And so um, I, I appreciate it. So you actually mentioned, if you're going to start a podcast, don't do it because it's just this newest thing. You need to do it because you're going to be in it for the long haul. So what are some things you do to motivate yourself when you're, you know, not feeling it? So that's... Everybody has those days. I've always been told I'm like the cheerleader. I'm always positive. You know, all those things are fantastic, but I have bad days just like anybody else. There's sure. days that I wake up that I'm not motivated, that I don't want to do anything, that I don't want to talk to anybody, yeah. right? And I'm a very big people person. Um, one of the things that I try to do, and I learned this from a book that I read called The Energy Bus, mm -hmm. is to create a positive energy around you. And one of the quotes that they said is, real positive energy comes from trust, faith, enthusiasm, purpose, joy, and happiness. And being positive not only makes you better, it makes everyone around you better. And for me, I have to put my mental kind of uh, mindset in that type of a zone, right? Mm -hmm. Because, hey, I don't know what anybody else is going through in, in their life, but I have to be positive because if I'm not positive, then guess what? That leads somebody else to being negative as well or, right. or, or down that road. So the biggest thing for me is staying positive. And the other thing is gratitude. Um, in that book, I learned something that was so important is everybody gets caught up in the day-to-day. -day. Everybody's got the grind, the bills, the babies, the everything. I mean, like, I got two kids under three years old. We're coming out of a pandemic. Like, there's so many things that I could, I could quote-unquote bitch about. But what I have to realize is take that five minutes, go outside, walk around, and just start thinking of things, business, personal, whatever, that you're thankful for. I'm thankful for my house. I'm thankful for my wife. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful that I'm healthy. I'm thankful that I live in Charlotte. I'm thankful for my friends. If you do that, just by now, I feel better that I already just said that. <laughs> and it makes you realize, damn, like there's a lot of things I, I, I should be thankful for. And if you live in the United States of America, right? I know the media wants you to think that everything is wrong and everybody hates each other and we should all be like this. But if you live in the United States of America, I have a couple of examples on a podcast and I can show you right now from immigrants that if you're not thankful for the opportunity that you have, that you're in this country, and you don't use that as an example to be anything that you want to be, then you're losing out on an opportunity that millions, and I mean millions of people across the world, would trade for you right now. And I think that's something else that we need to get in a mindset as a, when you wake up, be the best you. You're not going to have a great day every day, but try. You know, I mean, it's just not, it's not worth the time and energy if you're not going to try out there and be your best. So do I have bad days? Hell yeah. There's days I feel like shit. But bottom line, like I just try to remind myself, look how lucky and blessed you are. There's so many people out there that would die to be in your shoes. 
you know, don't waste this day, make it a good one, be a positive influence, and that'll be better for everyone. Yeah, that's really great. I, Energy Bus, great book. I agree with that. And and uh, gratitude. I always say that, you know, the human brain is a funny and a simple thing. You can't hold two thoughts at the same time. So you yeah. can't be grateful and negative at the same moment. And so I, right. I love that. That's a great, a great piece. So one final question, my friend, um, what's something that you recommend people start doing today to make their life or business a little bit better? Uh, so I think this goes back to really the entire conversation as whole well is, is having a podcast. A lot of people ask me, you know, what is it like hosting a podcast? Like, you, know, you talk to all these different people. And for me, um, when I said purpose, I really meant that. And because I've gotten a unique opportunity to connect with a lot of people that are not like me, right? And I don't have to agree with everything uh, that they agree with. I don't even have to be, you know, have a passion for what they do. But the reality is, is I now have an understanding for why they're passionate about that. Yeah. I have an understanding for why, you know, they believe in that. Um, and I think what that's been able to do for me is make me realize that there are so many similarities in everybody out there, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot more things that we're alike than we're different. And I think people need to really challenge themselves to get out of that bubble and have conversations with people that are different than you. You don't have to start a podcast, but if you're in an elevator, and I know it's COVID, but you know, if you're in anywhere, challenge yourself to have a conversation with somebody. Just start a conversation, right? You will be shocked at what you learn. Yeah. And I think from a business standpoint, um, you know, for us, it's made us realize that there's so many people in the Charlotte area specifically that could be completely different than us, that we can still be friends with, that we can still do business with. You know, there's this notion out there that, you know, it's like us versus them, right versus left, black versus white. It's like this insane mythology that's just ass backwards, right? Like, so I think that's the biggest thing. And then the other thing is, is, is a big thing that I try to do um, now is forgive and forget. Right. And a lot of people say, I, I'll forgive, but I'll never forget. I disagree. Right. I think we're at a time now you need to not only forgive, you need to forget. Right. I want you to surround yourself with positive people. I want you to make that circle as tight as you can. If you have friends or family members that bring you down, that don't want to be in your, you know, the positive light in your, in your life, then get them out. Right. Your circle needs to be small. But at the same time, those people you need to forgive and you need to forget. And you need to realize that everybody has bad days and bad years and all these things that happen. So many people hold grudges. And a lot of it now is coming out of politics. And, well, I can't be friends with you if you voted for this. You got to forget that, right? And just yeah. every day, just be in a positive mood. So biggest thing is forgive and forget and then challenge you to have conversations with people that are different than you. Um, and if you're a business owner, I challenge you to hire people that are a lot different than you, right? Look at, the, look at, your, at your environment. If they all look the same as you, then maybe you need to find some people that are different than that. Uh, the biggest and the best thing in our business, we're predominantly women in our, in our company. It's amazing for us to have, because they, they're better at things that we are not good at, man, right? Like that's mm -hmm. just the reality. Sure. But how do we continue to be more diverse? Because doing that only brings a, a, a stronger culture, better ideas. Um, and I think some of the, I don't know who said this, but um, I should know who, this, who said this was, I don't hire people um, like I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. I hire people that are smarter than me, right? Like right. I want them to be in the room to bring me the ideas. Right. And I think that's what you can do from a diversity standpoint as well. So there's so many different things. And I don't know if I even answered that question. But no, you did. This is great. And uh, <laughs> dude, I love the energy. Thank you so much, Brian. And congratulations on your success and your podcast. I know you just uh, finished like in the 
top two of a local podcast or whatever yeah. that just got voted on. So congratulations on your success. You. Congratulations on your tenacity, which is a big part of success, as you know. And uh, thanks for being on, man. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll leave it with this last quote. That I just uh, I also recommend this. You should take little sticky notes. And some people hate sticky notes, I know. <laughs> but stick it to your monitor and put a couple of quotes in there that, that really resonate with you. And one of them that, that I love is have a great day if you want to, right? It's your choice. Every day you wake up, you have a choice. Do you want to have a great day or not? No matter the circumstances, you get that decision. Um, another one is we're winners, not whiners, right? We want to be winners, not whiners. That's another yeah. energy bus. And then my finest, final energy bus quote, which I love, is no energy vampires allowed on my <laughs> I love that. And I think that's something that um, if you can get a bus full of positive people moving in the right direction, whether that's your family, your friends, or your business, it's not only going to be a fun bus to be on, you're going to have purpose, but you're going to be damn successful. I promise you that. And uh, you'll have a hell of a ride with it. So that's what I'll close you with. Um, Kirby, thank you so much for challenging us to start this podcast. It's literally been the best thing that I've ever gotten to do from a business standpoint. It's connected us on another level with people. Um, and it's really elevated our business to the point now where we're in growth mode coming out of a year when a lot of people in our industry are, are, are still trying to survive. And, and all of that's been based on, on things that we've been able to incorporate um, through some great ideas from you and Bill and Robert and really everybody that's in the industry. I can't thank everybody enough for really leaning together and helping each other. And um, one thing I'll say, even if you're not in the, the marketing world or the advertising world or the promotional product world, um, I challenge each industry to go find those mentors, challenge each other to be better. Don't look at each other as competition. Look at elevating whatever network or group or industry you're in. And by doing that, um, you're going to become more of a resource for the people that need your products and the people that rely on it. And, and that'll make a healthier industry, a healthier community, a healthy company, healthier country. And uh, I think that's what what you have done, Kirby, and a lot of other people in our industry uh, have been pioneers of bringing us together and, and making us the best we can be. Thanks, man. I can't say it any better than that. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll, we'll end it on that note. So thanks for being here. That's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.